Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling No Overtime. And we did probably about a week ago, week and a half ago, the breakout predicted the or AEW stars in twenty twenty two as discussed by Bleacher Report. And we talked about people like Dante Martin and, and Lila Hurst. And I said they did five WWE predicted breakout stars for 2022, also in that Bleacher Report article. And... I wanted to give my thoughts on the WWE ones today, this week. The number one one that they chose, trying to choose my words carefully, because I don't know really what to think of it, just to be honest with you. Because the number one one that Bleacher Report shows for AEW was Dante Martin. He's 20 years old. The number one superstar in the WWE that they think is going to be the breakout star in 2022 is Keith Lee. Yes, Keith, who has dropped his first name, because WWE has decided that he needs to be Bearcat Lee. Which I'm very sure will be shortened to Bearcat very soon. He's 36 years old. Been in the wrestling business for a while. Was in NXT for a while. So therefore, I almost feel like... How can you be a breakout star if anyone that follows WWE does know about you? I mean, I guess that's what my my main issue is with him being the number one selection. And I know that a lot of it was because, probably, of his name recognition. And I know that this may shock you, or it may not, if several of you have listened to the podcast for 
I don't know, the last year or so. I'm not a Keith Lee fan. I never have been. Now, I will tell you I respect his athletic talent and how he conducts himself and different things like that. And there are matches where I get into the match and feel that he does a pretty good job with it. However, his promos, I don't get into at all. It is rare that you... I don't want to say never, but it is very rare that you will ever see me pop for one of his promos. Or really even believe one of his promos. And I thought that was one of the main reasons why he was staying down in NXT. Now, they have recently put out that Triple H wanted to keep him down there and and he really didn't want to go and so Triple H was doing him a favor. I don't know that I believe all that. I definitely don't like the whole Bearcat thing. I understand why WWE is wanting to do that and call him Bearcat after one of the first African-American superstars, I guess, in wrestling. But I think you guys have heard me before say I really wish we could get rid of the whole descriptor. I don't want to hear how WrestleMania 37 was the first time two black women main evented. No. They put on an excellent match that can stand on its own. I don't care that they were black. I don't care that they were women. They told a good story in the ring and showed us what a top match could look like. And if any of you listen to any of my WrestleMania uh, episodes this past you know, year, you know how I feel about that match, that it was actually probably better story told in the ring and better technical, better stunts than 90 to 95% of the matches on that entire card. And I don't believe that I'm saying that because they made history. I don't believe I'm saying that because they're black wrestlers. I don't believe I'm saying that because they're women wrestlers. They put on a damn good match. Period. 
Um, so I think you guys have heard me before say, quit saying, well, you don't have enough time for the women wrestlers. Well, that's not my argument. My argument is you have a group who happen to be women that are excellent that you're not using. That you're not uh, putting on for the fans' benefit. And the fans like them. So, I, I just think that we're past the time that we want to go out of our way to change Keith Lee's name that we've worked to build up in NXT to be named after a black wrestler from the past. Keith Lee is not making history. There have been many black wrestlers in the past and they were a lot better than Keith Lee. So why change his name? I would like for them to give us a reason for that. And I don't believe that Keith Lee wanted his name changed. I think when you get used to your character, to your name, cutting promos with it, seeing it, hearing it, that you want to keep it. And so I can't believe WWE has changed it. But then again, maybe I am teetotally wrong. And I'll be eating my words six months from now after Keith Lee has put on a wonderful performance and wrestling match at WrestleMania. I don't believe he will. I don't even know that he'll be on the WrestleMania card. But we'll have to check in on that in six months. But they're saying that he is going to be a breakout star for WWE. He came back in July. Or he came up in July. And and they have kind of been messing with him. Since then, trying, I think, to get a feel for him. And I don't know why. He has a tremendous amount of episodes that they could have watched from NXT's TV program to get to know his character. So I don't know that when they brought him up that they didn't know his character, weren't familiar with it, they didn't like it. They had to make it theirs. I I don't really know. All I know is it doesn't matter that he was off TV for a while for a medical reason. It matters that since he has been brought up and even after 
he had his medical issues. I haven't liked his performance. I feel like his promos are very stale, bland, and boring. I think that a lot of his matches are. Yes, yes, I hear you. I heard the people in the back saying, but, 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 and throwing Drew McIntyre's name out. Yes. But is that Drew McIntyre leading him to a good match? Is that Drew McIntyre, you know, designing and choreographing a good match? Because I said that about Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. I think that was a Sasha Banks, uh, TJ Wilson match from the get-go. I don't believe that Bianca had very much to do with it. And I think that's why it's one of her best matches. What are they going to do with this version of Keith Lee, the Bearcat? Because when I first heard that name, I thought he's going to be unbeatable. They are totally going all in, and he is going to be absolutely unbeatable. They're going to bring him in as this monster. This animal we can't stop. They haven't. They totally messed up. I don't know how many matches he's lost, but he doesn't make me think of a bear cat. I don't know what they're going to do with him. They aren't showing us a vision. They aren't showing us where we can see he's becoming a WWE superstar that I'm going to chant his name. Because when you compare him to the number two one that Bleacher Report listed, I feel like you can see that in six months, he is liable to be one of the top stars. And I didn't say top young stars. Although I think he is. But Austin Theory has truly set wrestling, I think, on fire. Him being up in the Minnesota area. I got to watch him. I have a colleague, I guess. That is up there. Tim Dennis. Who does a lot of wrestling. Announcing. Watching. Promotion. All of that. Up through there. And he is on uh, Darkness Radio. Also as a co-host. They're always on Chris Jericho's cruises. And he is the one that 
gave me the heads up on Dante and Darius Martin when they were wrestling and wrestling with masks. While watching them on YouTube, while following things, I discovered a lot of people that were up there, and one of them was Austin Theory. And I think I've been watching him since he was about 20 years old. He's now 24. And having watched him grow and mature has been great for me to get to see a superstar actually do that from early stages. Watching him in NXT, you knew he was going to be called up to the main roster soon. He just had the body that Vince looks for. He can cut a promo. He can play a smarmy character or a not-so-bright character very well. And seeing him the first time he was called up to take the place of... I believe it was Andrade that got hurt, or it was Humberto. And he came up on the main roster for a short period of time. He was actually involved in um, Rey Rey Mysterio and um, Seth Rollins and all of that storyline. And then people wondered... What did he do? How did he screw up? Well, no, no, no. I don't think that it was that he screwed up. He was just brought up to fill in for that short period of time. Now, I think a lot of us uh, thought that he would stay up on the main roster once he got there, because that's just WWE. But somebody must have made great points, saying, hey, he's 23 years old, you guys stuck him in WrestleMania, he held his own, but he really needs to learn some stuff. Let's let's bring him back to NXT, And have him work with Johnny Gargano and actually learn some Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more (gasps) bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. 
with 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And so we got to see his progress. And him getting drafted did not shock me, not even a bit. I wish they would have called him up sooner, though. For the simple fight, it would have been nice for him to work in one location, get to know the roster, the agents, the producers, the announcers, all of that, when they were stationed in Tampa before they went back to fans. Because too many wrestlers have said how big of a change it is to be wrestling nationally or globally. And they're saying this at 27 or 28. They're saying this at 30. You got to remember, he's 23, 24 at this time, trying to figure out travel, trying to keep expenses, trying to possibly do a budget or go in debt. Uh, he's trying to work with different wrestlers and their moves and how they cut promos and all of that. He's going to be on a learning curve. But I look for it to click really soon. Especially after working with Jeff Hardy and him saying things to him. I am sure that it's going to click real soon. And it's going to be in 2022. And I think that he's going to start hitting a mile apart. I can't wait to see it. Um, The next one that Bleacher Report named was Gable Steveson. I think we're going to see him very limited. Because WWE, he wanted to go to college. Finish up and... And all of that. I'm glad that they agreed to do that. I'm glad that Gable fought for that. I just hope he doesn't come in quickly. And they rush him. Do I think he has a breakout year in 2022? No. I think he may get pops. People will remember him. People will start following him. But do I think he's a breakout star in 2022? No. I don't see him appearing that much in order to be a breakout star. I think in order to break out, you've got to be on TV plus house shows building that following and really feel like you've made it. And he can't commit to that. He can't say, well, 
you have me for three months straight, or you have me for six months straight, where he can build a program to break out. I think it's going to be a lot of hit and miss stuff. And so 2023, 2024, I look for that to be Gable's breakout year if he can do the promos and cut them. He can handle the travel. He wants to handle the travel. He enjoys doing what he's doing. Who knows? He may get involved and say, yeah, I don't really like this. This isn't like the wrestling I do in the Olympics. And, yeah, I just, I don't want to do this full time. You never know. So, I'm kind of putting him on hold. I think it's too soon to say he's going to be a breakout star Does he have fans from the Olympics? Of course. Does he have the characteristics of being a WWE superstar? Yes. I just don't know that we see it in 2022. Not arguing that he can't be a breakout star. I'm just saying I don't don't know that it's going to be 2022. The fourth one they named was Hit Row. And they did them more as a faction. But I guess I always thought the top person in Hit Row was Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott, who's 31. And I liked him on and off. I guess in NXT. And by that I mean. Not his character. I really felt like. Probably last year. I'm trying to think. It was probably. The end of 2020. Probably the end of summer. To the end of the year. I felt like he wasn't. Working as hard as what he is now. I felt like he had almost given up. Now, I don't know if there was a situation going on with his personal life. Whether it was a situation going on because of the pandemic. Or because they were in the performance center. Or I don't know exactly what was going on. I've never probed into that. Or tried to get anyone to tell me or anything like that. But, I felt like there was a dip. And, it wasn't known why. There were matches that he had at the end of last year, beginning of this year, with Santos Escobar, that I was nervous that he might get hurt. Not because the storyline said so, but because I didn't feel like he was giving it his all. And that's one thing as a coach, you have to worry about when your players aren't giving their all, whether it be practice, whether it be a game, whatever. If you're not going 100%, 
injuries happen because your body, your muscles, everyone around you is used to that. And when you don't and you pull back or you don't feel like it or you're tired, you're fatigued, there's something going on mentally, um, you can get hurt because you're a step slow or your hands don't get up to catch someone or they're not in the right places to do a particular move. And it really bothered me, and I didn't want to watch his matches. They started this whole hit row faction. I didn't understand why. There was no reason given, um, not really a storyline. It has caught on, and I enjoy them. And I enjoy their their wrestling, but I think a lot of them are fairly green. And I think especially to the WWE system, they're a little green. And I think that shows. Do I think they're going to be breakout stars? I don't know. You know, a lot of people were reporting that WWE is going to put Swerve into a tag team situation. Top Dollar is going to be the leading man, the, the one that does singles. I don't know that I expected that or that I think that he can carry the faction. He cuts extremely good problems but can he handle it and hold up his end of hit row by himself when he's in the ring and so I think that's the question that I have about them being breakouts I'm interested to see what WWE has in store for them. I know WWE brought them up to get a different audience. To hopefully bring a fresh appeal to SmackDown. I don't know that they necessarily need it. But I have this lingering thought, I guess, in the back of my mind, are they ready? I I don't know. I really don't know. So I think my book in the jury is out on them. The fifth one that Bleacher Report named is Tegan Knox, who's uh, 26 years old. I don't think... You can deny she possesses the it factor. And I think a lot of you are like, what? The character that I feel most people 
when you say Tegan Knox's name, think of is kind of the girl next door. She has the girl next door, the all-American looks. And she is athletic as all get out and can put on a very good match. It remains to be seen. Can she hold her own, though, on the mic with some of the top women? I mean, when you're putting Tegan Knox against the four horsewomen, Alexa Bliss, uh, Natty, Carmella, and probably even Asuka, can she hold her own on the mic? I don't know. I I want to say yes, but I feel like we don't really know that. Can she handle her own on the mic with Tamina or Shayna? Yes. But I think when you compare her to the top eight, top ten in the WWE women's division, I don't know. I think right now, the four horsewomen probably Carmella and Natty, Natty definitely would absolutely rip her apart. I can't see her going on the mic with Charlotte or with Becky because they would absolutely rip her apart. It would look like John Cena versus Roman Reigns of 2016 or 2017 where he utterly destroyed him. Now, I didn't mention Sasha Banks or Bailey's name. They're, they would tear her up if they wanted to or if they were told to. They're friends with her and I don't see them going no hard, no holds barred against her on the mic without someone telling them to, or if Tegan, you know, piss them off, I could see either one of them ripping her apart. But they definitely have the mic work to do it. Now, what's intriguing to me is, as I sit here and talk to you, I just see Tegan coming up as Bailey when she came up. The girl next door. Through experience and everything, we saw what Bailey has become. I think Tegan has the same stairway. I really do. And I'm going to enjoy watching her grow on the WWE main roster. I hope they give her more time. I hope that she gets involved with a good program and learns a lot. I really, really look forward to her turning heel. And being the 
closeted secret bad girl where she may act innocent backstage or even talking to the audience in the ring. But somehow when she gets in matches, she may not be as good as what everybody thinks she is and she slowly starts cheating. I think that would be an excellent story to tell with her. Do I see her breaking out in 2022? That's where I'm caught. I think if she breaks out, it will be at or after SummerSlam. I don't know that she'll do it in the first part of 22. Who is just knocking at the door of 22 that I think Bleacher Report missed on is Tony Storm. I think she is magic that is just waiting to be turned loose on the WWE Universe. And I hope we get to see it in the first six months of 2022. Will they do that? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Remind yourself, it is the WWE. So, that's me kind of giving you my thoughts on who may break out in 2022. And by breakout means hasn't been a champion yet, hasn't been in a main event program yet of pay-per-view and that's the reason why Dominic Mysterio is not on here. I know a lot of you were already pinning the email or the tweet to me. That's why he's not on this list. But anyway, I will be talking to you guys soon and hopefully I'll see you down the road. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.